This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mattel Mele. Nice to feel like a solidified position for you. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't think anything's really solidified yet, uh, per se, but, you know, definitely got confidence in playing the position and just ready to have a great spring, still early. How much did you learn from Corey in your experience with him last year in the past couple of years that you can use in the spring moving forward? Uh, definitely learned a lot as far as, uh, you know, work ethic. I think Corey was probably one of the hardest workers off the field that I've met in terms of watching film and kind of doing the extra stuff so that kind of mentality definitely rubbed off a little bit were you definitely um Taylor, were you definitely the number two guy last year behind Corey in terms of center yeah were you getting I mean you were getting any snaps that he wasn't getting yeah for sure okay. I mean but would because they've talked a lot about cross training mm-hmm. this this season, especially all the interior positions sure. So when you hear that idea, knowing that you've played center, I, mean, I remember you starting at center back in, what, 19 in yeah. Arizona? Yeah. Um, but yet I know you've played some other positions. you played even out at tackle. Yeah. Um, what does the idea of cross-training as an offensive lineman mean to you as far as positions? Um, having guys that can play multiple positions is obviously a huge asset as far as you know depth goes. But then at the same time, just communication is you know one of the most important fundamentals on the offensive line. So... Being able to know what the guy next to you is doing, his technique and assignment on every play, just it makes the group a lot more cohesive. How much chemistry did you get with Mike last year, and how much do you feel you, you have to catch up this spring? A bunch. I don't think we have much catching up to do. I mean, Mike's, you know, my boy, so we got a, obviously, you know, a lot of snaps together last year in practice and decent amount in games. So I think we're got a good chemistry going. But knowing that, you know, you're yeah. coming in, you're a veteran, you're you're the next guy up at center. But yet you you know you're going to be playing with two guys that, yeah, you know on the team and you've probably been paired with in practice every once in a while. But in actual games, have you played alongside Nate? Have you played alongside Julius quite a bit? Or or there's, is there some catching up to do there? I don't think so. I mean, I played next to Nate, you know, 90% of the snaps in practice last year. And I'd say... 95% of the time I was in the game, Nate was in a guard. So we've been playing together since he's gotten here. Uh, same with Julius and, you know, same could go for Garen. And... When, well, I, was just thinking, I was just thinking of the idea, though, of coming out this early. And Coach DeBoer on Friday talked about the idea of you guys are so much further ahead now than you were this time last year yeah. that it almost felt, he almost felt compelled I don't know if you guys have been lobbying to try to get on the field early, but what is it like trying to get out here in the first week of March when you normally wouldn't be here for another month? It feels good. I mean, this is obviously the first time we've done it here. Um, But, you know, there's less of a drop-off because the time difference is so short between, you know, our last game and first week of spring ball. So getting out here this first week, having three practices, feels really good to be able to just – you still got that – 
you know, you're seeing things, you're able to pick up uh, pressures and different looks from the defense that, you know, after, you know, four months of not being able to play football like how we used to do it, you might kind of start to deteriorate in that aspect. And, and knowing that this is your first practice actually out here in the elements, out here at Husky Stadium, as an Arizona kid, do you ever get used to this? Oh, I love it. I'm used to it now. You know, I, when I go home, there's no way I could practice in the summer in Arizona now. And when we... <laughs> When we practice indoors, it's, like, too hot almost. You know, I love being outside. I'd say most of the O-line likes practicing outside in the elements. Gotcha. And lastly, Mattel, when you talk to Coach Hoff, when you when you kind of knew your path, because as soon as Corey leaves, your path looks pretty straightforward. Obviously, you're going to go through competition. You're going to do everything that all these other guys do. But when you and Coach Hoff talk about what your path is going forward and what you need to do to take the next step, what's that, what's that look like? It's just, uh, you know, what you'd expect from a center, just communication, leadership, getting everyone on the same page, you know, being someone that the young guys can look up to, ask questions, and just being prepared. Is there Are there any of those younger guys that, that you've kind of looked at specifically and say, okay, I know Corey helped me along and did some things. Maybe I need to be that guy that can help so-and-so along, you know, player A, player B. Are there guys down the line that we should be looking forward that you're helping right now? Uh, I mean, definitely. The, the the thing about last year is, you know, we only had Parker come in as the only freshman, and, you know, he's a great player, and he's going to be definitely a force in the future to be reckoned with. So, I mean, Parker, all the other young guys, you know, they're all on the right path, and I think we're all going to be really excited to see what they do in the future. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Bulow. You know, three 2017 guys that were big parts of our own line, big leaders, you know what I mean? So, um it just gives us a chance to step up and step up into the spotlight, be more of a, a leader and take charge of the whole line. So you touched on a little bit, but what does that competition look like with some spots now available? Um, I mean, it's a it's a good competition. I mean, I got G and guard and me and Nate uh, all competing. So, you know, we just come out here and try to be our best every day, push each other. You know what I mean? Keep the whole line going. Nate was talking about the fact that you guys have game reps under your belt now, and this offense, you're not, you're not really learning the playbook anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has that progression been like now? It's kind of perfecting things maybe? Or? Yeah, I mean, once you once you learn the offense, like the back of your hand, you kind of want to start learning the defense. You know what I mean? So I think keying into a lot of what the defense is doing, you know, learning uh, safety rotations, things like that, um, are going to prepare us and help us to, you know, be great this season. So 2021, you, you started at left guard for a little while and then uh, we're kind of had to take a step back and stuff. What have you learned from that experience to bring it now to where you're challenging for that, that starting spot again? It's definitely taught me a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, facing adversity, that was kind of the first time I had, you know, went through something hard in football and, you know, losing my spot. It taught me that, you know, you can't have like that I've arrived mentality. You really got to keep pushing every day. And if you're not chasing greatness, you know what I mean? It's... It's going to elude you, so. What was the biggest uh, adjustment for you as a starter, young starter? Uh, I think having that chemistry with those guys, uh, those older guys, and trying to trying to find my role and fit in was was really hard, you know what I mean, these, these guys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just, it was hard to find where I fit in on that line. And, you know, this line I feel a lot more comfortable, you know, a lot of 2019 guys with me, so. Um, just guys, my roommates. You know, I mean, I'm playing next to my roommates now, so it's a little different than 2021. Does it matter whether you're a guard or a tackle? Uh, a little bit. I mean, both positions are are a lot different. You know what I mean? I kind of got to get used to, but I've played both for every season, so I mean, I'm I'm pretty comfortable at both. 
gear and hatchet job at all of them so whichever one works out the best uh hopefully i'll be the guy there is there a side of the line or position on the line that you feel most comfortable at um i've been mainly right side so far i've played a little bit of left side like last spring and last fall um but i would definitely say i'm more comfortable on the right side and between tackle guard and center I feel equally comfortable at all three. And how does it feel having the younger one out here watching? Yeah, I know you can't pad it up yet, but just how cool is it knowing what's coming up next year? Yeah, it's really cool. I think he'll actually be out here with us practicing on Friday. He got cleared. He got accepted to school, so he'll be able to get out here on Friday. Uh, it's a really cool experience. Uh, like I said, he uh, we played together for one year in high school, and that was a really awesome experience. So I'm excited to continue that for at least hopefully another three or four years. Did you guys ever go against each other? Did he play defense or you played offense? Or was there ever- Every time you guys got to go against each other? No, no, not really. We were always, he was always the center and I was always the guard. And then on defense, I played DN and he played D tackle right next to me. So we were always right next to each other, never against each other. I'm sure we'll have some opportunities uh, in drills and stuff with Huff uh, in the spring. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Garen, I'm sure they asked you a few of these questions before, but, um, you know, just what, you know, coming into spring ball, you know, you, you were kind of the sixth offensive lineman last year, uh, you know, in the jumbo sets and everything like that. Did, did they talk to you about, hey, we want you to be able to play multiple positions for us? Inside? Yeah, uh, Coach Huff made it clear to me that he wants me to be able to play uh, center guard tackle either side of the line. Um, and he just wants me to figure out which is more comfortable for me and where I fit in best. And uh, he has also made it clear that every position I'm playing at, it's a competition with the other guys there too. So I'm uh, fully expecting to just go out and do my thing and hopefully win a job somewhere. How, how have you improved from the from the moment you got here in 2020? I mean, in a weird year, mm-hmm. obviously, because of the pandemic and everything. What, did you, what have you learned since then? Yeah, uh, I'd definitely just say uh, be patient, uh, take your time. When I came in here, I knew I probably wasn't going to start right away. Um, but then the year after that, I was like thinking that I had a good opportunity. But things like that don't happen to young guys, especially with the offensive line. So I think the biggest thing I learned is just keep your head down, keep grinding, work hard, and everything will uh, take care of itself as long as you're listening to coaches, strength coaches doing your thing. And I know you worked out in high school and everything like that, but reshaping your body a little bit is is this new staff when they came in they, they've been here for a little over a year now ha, have you seen the progress of your body and your strength and things like that yeah for sure i'd definitely say overall gotten stronger in all the main lifts um and also like my body composition i've we've done body fat tests and all that and every time we've done that i've been leaning out and gaining muscle or maintaining muscle uh at the same weight or right around 300 pounds so uh that's really good. This new staff does a really good job taking care of us, uh, strength-wise, body composition, stuff like what's that. Your, what's your per- percentage, your body per- fat percentage now? I think it was 23, mm-hmm. uh, which is below, just right below the average NFL. Where they think, want that for you. Yeah, I think at the combine, the average is like 24, and that's where they want it. So anywhere mm-hmm. around there, as long as you're under 30, <laughs> as long as you're not too big, it's all good. All right. Thanks, Ant. Thanks, Garen. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. I go panics.
Hey, Michael. I guess... Oh, uh, recording. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> How's it been out here the first uh, couple days practicing? What's it been like here the, the first two days getting to, into the offense? Man, it's been great. Um, intensity level has been up. You know, energy has been crazy. You know, uh, everybody out here competing at a high level, and we just decided to uh, just come out here and work each and every day. Michael, you've been in this offense a long time. Uh, you know... You knew it before pretty much everybody else out here. What is, have the other guys, have you seen their progression, especially through a year of games and a year of reps like that? Yeah, um, it just comes with, like, the familiar familiarity of the uh, offense, you know, just understanding the ins and outs. You know, obviously, you know, you come in, everybody's starting to know the play. You get the plays down, but um, just ha- seeing the people understand why the plays are called, you know, uh, what, what we're trying to get to and, and how we're trying to beat this uh, certain coverage, you know, that's that's what's been uh, showing a lot, and uh, the guys have been progressing each and every day with that. I was going to say, you've seen the progression. Is it, I mean, is it yeah. game reps that help with that? Is it that kind of thing? I mean, Man, it, it's everything. It, it's all the way down to walkthroughs, you know, uh, just being being attentive, being paying attention each and every day and walkthroughs in your meetings, you know, just so you understand not just the play, but what the play brings and, and what we what we're trying to get out of the play, you know. And I've seen those seen a lot from the guys we have, you know, just showing that each and every day, you know, just getting real comfortable on, on it, certain routes, you know, whether to break in, break out, you know, based on the coverage, you know, it, it's just small things like that. So. You know, for me, it's like it's, I'm on rhythm and um, I'm getting the ball out, anticipating, just knowing what each other are thinking. How important was you like for, for Coach Grove to come back? Man, it's amazing. You know, um, obviously, you know, he, he, he did a great job with us last year, you know, just dialing it up each and every week. You know, uh, we're blessed to have him as a coach. You know, he's a great coach, wonderful coach. And, you know, each and every guy on this team, you know, we know how much value he brings to this team and how, how much value he brings to this offense. And um, we, we just trust him and what he put in each and every week, and we just go out there and execute at the best of our abilities. And how is it getting both Jalen and Rome back here as well? Because uh, you're, you know, used to those guys and, and how they played last year and how they fit in this year. Yeah, man, it's great. You know, uh, those guys, big-time guys, you know, 2,000-yard receivers, you know, coming back, that's a big-time thing. You know, um, being able to have those guys back, it, it's amazing. You know, just seeing the progress, seeing how much those guys have um, elevated their game, you know, even since last year, you know, since Texas game, you know, just seeing how much how much uh, more knowledge they're getting within the playbook and, you know, just coming out here playing fast so, so that whenever we go and connect with each other, you know, we're all on the same page. So it's definitely been a great, great job. We're going to see some wrinkles, right? Well, there's some tricks up your sleeve we haven't seen yet, right? I mean, these are, this is not going to be just like what happened last year, right? Oh, no. Nah, we, we, last year, was, it was a great season, but uh, obviously we're striving for more. You know, uh, that's, that's definitely one of the reasons why a lot of us came back. You know, we felt like there's a lot more out there left on the table that we want to go get and, and that we're chasing each other every day. So, uh, But we know we got to take it one day, one day at a time, you know, keep one and no mindset and continue to push each other and continue to hold each other accountable for each and every action that we do so that whenever we go out there on game time, you know, it, it can look almost flawless. I saw a photo of you at the uh, Combine. Somebody, anybody want to try and get you out there throwing? <laughs> nah, I, it wasn't no throwing. You know, just a lot of educational stuff, just learning, you know, getting the experience, seeing what to expect. And it was definitely a great experience. How's the chemistry been with the line? Obviously, replacing 60% of the line. Just kind of how's the relationship been with Mateo especially? That's yeah, it. it's been amazing. Uh, the offensive line, they've been working their tails off, you know, um, ever since uh, – Man, January when we first got back, you know those guys always putting in the extra work. And Mateo, he's coming in. Um, he, he's gonna have. He's uh, coming in starting right now. Um, he, he's been doing a heck of a job, you know, just commanding the offense, commanding the line, you know, just making the right checks, uh, and, and it's good, you no, know, because last year he had a lot of play play time, you know, being able to be out there and having um, game time reps, it, it definitely makes a difference. You can see it, you know, he shows it each and every day. He comes to practice extremely hard, and the rest of the line they feed off his energy.
What, what kind of goals have you set for spring here? What, what are you looking to improve on? What are you looking to get, I guess, you know, better at and, and work on? Man, just everything, you know, just craft, um, the play, the playbook, you know, just understanding that, you know, we, we, we're going to have a target on our back. You know, uh, teams, we're, we're going to be the team that they say to beat, you know. But, you know, we just got to make sure that we just uh, continue to focus on the small little details, you know, um, within our plays, you know, maybe just motioning faster or getting the guys, guys lined up quicker so I can see the picture faster, you know. So it's just small things like that, you know, just so that we can just help uh, elevate our game as a, a whole offense. With so many key guys returning, what's the ceiling for this offense? Is it possible to improve from last year? Yeah, of course. You know, that that's what we all came back for. You know, we felt like we, we got a lot of room to improve, and we're definitely going to do that. You know, um, the ceiling, man, it, it is no ceiling, man. We, we, we're going to continue to keep going up. We're going to continue to keep pushing each other and holding each other accountable to, to be better each and every day. What did you get to learn today? Well, it's just mainly just the experience and, and just understanding the whole concept of the combine. You know, it, it's definitely it's definitely the interview of your life. You know, obviously, my bad, the interview of your life. But at the same time, you know, it. it well, I was just looking at the drills, and it's like, okay, these guys they're taking a faster drop, they're throwing a, a deep out route. You know, I do that each and every day. You know, just understanding that, hey, it's just the same thing you're doing. You know, you just got to go out there and be confident and uh, just trusting your abilities. And uh, you don't, you don't have to really worry about the whole hype of the combine. You know, it's just go out there and just do you. Grub kind of looked like your agent in that photo. Has he got envisions of that? Man, Coach Grub, he, he's amazing. You know, just the support he has, you know, just supporting me each and every way that he can. You know, he, he does a great job. And, you know, we, we feed off of each other's energy, you know, because we know that, you know, the OC and the quarterback, you know, we got to be hand-in-hand. And, you know, I definitely feel like our relationship is continuing to grow. You know, it definitely growed a lot throughout last uh, last year, last season, but it's still continuing to grow. And, you know, we, we just know that we'll, what we can do in this offense and, and with the guys that we have that I have around me, we know what we can do with that. And we just make sure that we take advantage of every uh, everything that we have in front of us so that when we go out there and play on game days, it looks great. Did they did they say this could happen, what's happening now? You come off an 11-2 and two season. You're projected as a top-10 football team with all kinds of possibilities. Was that discussed at all when you were looking for a school? Um, a year ago? No, nah, um, it, it wasn't. You know, um, when I when I got here a year ago, it was, it was I was coming into a four and eight team. You know, um, but when I got here, I could tell uh, once as soon as I got here, these guys these guys aren't a four and eight team. You know, um, you know, obviously, you know, things aren't always gonna go perfect. But I knew that these guys, this team is, is a team that's gonna fight all the way to the end, and they're uh, we're way better than a four and eight team. So we, we went out there and showed that last year, and, and now we just got to show that you know we we, continue, we can continue to improve and continue to get better each and every week and uh we're definitely gonna win a lot of games there was about a, a two-day period there where you know people knew coach grub was was interviewing with alabama and you know who knows what's going to happen was that an anxious time at all were, were you worried um for a second but uh, as i sat back and thought about it you know i just know the guy that coach grub is you know he, he's an honest guy and he's a guy that that truly cares about this team about about his players and you know i, I knew that you know it, that's definitely a big opportunity, you know. Uh, Nick saving calls, Coach saving calls, you know, it's definitely a big opportunity, you know. But I knew that Coach Grubb, it, it wasn't going to just take that uh, for him to leave, you know. I felt like um, he's definitely going to go with his heart no matter what decision he makes. And, and I believe the whole time, like, his heart his heart was true to here, uh, this university, and he truly loves it here. So um, for a second, I, I had to think about it. I was like, ah, oh, but... You know, I knew the guy that he is, and uh, he wouldn't leave us like that. Did he tell you guys, like, as a, as a quarterback group, when he decided he was staying? Was that like- he told us the whole offense, whole meeting.
Last offseason, you were in a quarterback battle with two other guys, but this year, it's really, it's your team. How's that been a different approach this offseason? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say a different approach. You know, I, I, I feel like, you know, you still got the same mindset. You still got the same hunger. You still got the same, you know, intensity coming out at practice, you know, trying to be the best person that you can uh, uh, for the team, you know. So it wouldn't be the, the approach. I just feel like it's just knowing that, you know, now I'm getting all the ones reps. You know, that's the difference. You know, just it was different be splitting up reps, whatever, with, uh, with two other guys. You know, it's like, okay, you don't get as much reps with the ones, you know, but now I got – I can get more reps with the ones, you know, get more more of our rhythm down, um, get better with our connections and stuff like that. So it's definitely a lot more reps with the ones. So that, that's one of the main things that uh, is going to be great for this year. What have you seen from uh, Jeremy Bernard since he's transferred back in from Michigan State? Yeah, um, he's a guy that studied the game a lot. You know, he, he came in, he, he wanted to be great, you know, uh, as soon as he got in. You know, I saw that from him. He was always trying to do extra throwing stuff with me. I was able to get out here a lot with him early on to try to get that uh, that connection, you know, going on early. And uh, he's a guy that, that studies a lot of film as well. You know, he's always watching film, you know, trying to find ways to make uh, make sure that he can make himself better, you know, not just for himself, but for his team as well. And um, he, he's been doing a very good job of that. Are there any other newcomers, offense or defense, who have kind of caught your eye, whether these first two practices or during the winter? Yeah, uh, we, got, we got a lot of guys. You know, we got some freshmen coming in, came in, uh, early, um, you got Tybo. He's he's back at running back right now. He's been doing a very good job, you know, just getting the offense down. Daniel Nagata, he's been doing great as well in the running back position. Um, not new faces, but uh, offensive line coming in, you know, uh, filling in spots. We got uh, Julius uh, Bulo. He's he's filling in at a guard right now. He he's been doing a wonderful job, you know, just uh, pushing himself each and every day. Uh, Nate Kalepo, he he's up there. He's uh, working with the ones right now as well. You know, he. He started with the ones last season, uh, early on in the season before Jackson Kirkland was uh, was able to get back. But you know he had he had some game reps under his belt as well. You know we always seen what what he can do as well. So just continue to see those guys improvement and the rest of the offensive line. You know like I said Mateo as well. He had a lot of game reps, but you know it's it's almost his spot right now. You know so like uh, it's been doing doing very good. You know those guys are always working hard and pushing each other each and every day in that room. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey Ryan, uh, yeah. with a, with a year of games under this offense's belt, how how different will will this spring look and next season look? I mean, just the the experience of being in this offense and running plays against other teams. Well, I think now you know when you get into the second season, hopefully you're starting to build some answers. So what I mean by that is you get into the season, you're playing somebody, and you have the ability to overcome either some type of deficiency that you're having or something that a defense is attacking. Those are things you can address in the spring. Like, hey guys. This was a problem last year. People are going to see this on film. We need to fortify this, if you will. And so I think those are some things that you definitely can address moving forward. Mateo got some snaps in center. looked like Parker got some snaps as well. Yeah. How's the competition looking there starting the week? Oh, it's good. It's good. We, we expect Teo to be really good center. You know, I think Coach Huff's always had good centers and, and has done a great job developing those guys. I thought Parker had a couple standout reps today. I noticed him. Um, individually in there, and I think he's going to be a really good center as well. You know, he's still trying to get bigger and stronger, 
Um, but he's super strong for his size. But Teo's done a really good job already. What has Julius improved on the most, do you think, from when you guys first got here to, to be getting a, a crack at competing first? Man, you know, with Juice, I think it's all confidence. He's just got to feel great and believe in his ability and, you know, flush a play at a time. Honestly, you know, I think his balance and staying on, you know, all his cleats in the ground, don't get a little bit on his toes a little bit. That's something I know Coach Huff's been working on with him. Um, but I, I don't think there's a tool or something physically that Juice can't do. I think he's a super talented kid. So I think as long as he continues to improve on, on some of the physicality pieces, just because he's a little bit longer and playing on the inside, you know, sometimes people can get into him a little bit. But as long as he can work through that in his pad level, he'll be, he'll be great. Ryan, um, have you been surprised by what's happened here, especially with you? You've been here a year, and this seems to have really skyrocketed your career at this place where your name's gotten out there, you're well compensated. Um, you may be a head coach next year for all we know. But I mean, have you been surprised by how things have just kind of um, happened for you as well as the, the program? You know, I, I don't know if surprise is the right word. I mean, happy, um, excited, honestly. I mean, I think every season I've ever went into, you know, you, you think of what the top end of what that season could be. And I felt like I had enough experience as far as watching film and seeing what the Pac-12 was. And, you know, then relative to what we had seen in spring ball and what we had for tools and not even really having Jackson and Biney back, um, I was super optimistic. I really was. Um, I think the level of success is hard to, you know, tie in, especially, you know, injuries, all those kind of things. But I, I was, I felt good about the tool set that we had with the kids, that this was probably, you know, the most physical talent that, that I had worked with, you know, just as far as the pieces around us from top to bottom so I think that part you know you're super excited about that when you have so many talented kids Larry, what's the next step look like in terms of Michael Penix's uh, I mean it's more of the same or how much more can he get better yeah he, he's still kin you know I think the thing for Mike is you know continuing to have another great offseason um, I know that's super boring and you want me to say something really cool but the truth is you know that continues to be a big thing for Mike is I felt like how much he built himself up physically in the offseason last year was directly correlated to his success on the field. Just that he physically had all of that in him to take the season on um, and keep getting better. And then I think there's a number of things that Mike knows he's continuing to work on as a quarterback, um, improving his timing, working on his you know foot speed in the back end of some of his drops, um, having his vision right, all those things. I, I think he he believes he can get a lot better, you know, and, and uh, I believe that in him. And I, I love that about Mike. He's going to continue to push himself to be, you know, the best, not one of the best. He's going to try to be the best quarterback in the country. Is there a decision process you had to go through to stay here and you had another opportunity? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of factors. I think a couple of those are, you know, you feel a, a connection to the team that you're with and a commitment that you've made, you know, both – to not only the team but administration and people like that. And I think that it would have been pretty hard for me to, to walk away from these guys after just one year. And when you think about all the conversations, I shouldn't say when you think about, when I think about the conversations that I had with Troy and Rome and J-Mac and Mike and their families, you know, and talking about why to come back here and the the thought of every, everything everybody's talking about right now, you know, the potential for this next season. And... Um, it would have been tough for me to 
walk away from those guys, number one. And I think there's a huge part of loyalty, too, with, with Jen and the type of commitment that her and the university made to me. I mean, I think that, you know, it's flattering. You know, it's unbelievable uh, the type of faith that this school has in me, and, and it's exciting. Maybe flattering to have uh, Nick Saban interested in you, right? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And, and that was a great experience. And, and uh, you know, Coach Saban's one of those guys that um, is best to have ever done it. So, you know, that was, that was certainly flattering. Did you kind of expect that uh, kind of notoriety after just one season here? That you get all these offers and everyone become kind of kind of looking for you. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if I expected it, you know, personally or thought about those things necessarily. But I I mean, I would say I've been in the industry long enough to know when you have those type of numbers and success. That's typically how it goes. Those trends tend to follow. You know, when people are doing things that are are at a really really high level, you know, people want a piece of that in some way. Coach, what's that kind of um, just growth have you seen out of Jeremy Bernard since he got here? Oh, Jerm has, has uh, done a great job picking up the offense already. Um, I think his processing speed's getting a lot faster because I don't think he's necessarily used to the tempo that we run at and move at in practice. So there's, oh, I think there's some of those things that he's really went fast with, like, man, I got to get going quicker. I got to think faster. I got to line up faster. So I've been impressed with how fast he's gotten. Um, just you know, being excited about that. You know, some guys can get super discouraged when they're not used to a certain type of offense, and, and I think Jeremy's done a, a great job of just buying in and going hard with it. About, uh, Dylan. Denzel, Denzel, as far as just just his growth from last year to this year, he, I know he played a couple of games last year. I think a guy like Denzel, I think you know, sometimes there's a there's a piece when you're a freshman where. You can tend to almost have a survival mentality, like just, okay, I'm just, I'm out here and I'm practicing, you know, but I felt like even in the off-season workouts, he was looking to be an impact guy. And that's kind of what we saw out of him was, you know, in the off-season already, he's shown like, I'm going to be a guy that's going to show up, I'm going to be the same guy every day. And I felt like that was a big growth piece for Denzel is not like hanging his head and, you know, being frustrated when it gets really hard. Instead, he was just kind of a, a spark plug for us, honestly. So I'd, I would expect that to continue. He's a really, really hardworking kid. Dylan Morris looks uh, a lot more refined in what he's doing. Um, that must be a you know credit to you guys and your system, getting him settled in and comfortable. I was just curious, a lot of fans still hold him responsible for that 4-8 season because he was the quarterback, and I know he knows that too, that no matter what he does, if he comes out and plays like Penix and throws five touchdowns in a game, there's there's still a faction of fans here that are going to be hard on him. And I just wondered if you talked to him about that. Yeah, we, we've definitely um, had conversations about that. And, I mean, I don't know if there's many guys I admire more than Dylan Morris because I, I think that there's – grown men that would be able to take about 1% of the criticism that Dylan's taken and operate at the level that Dylan operates at. Because he comes in every day, he knows the expectations that you know this community has for this program, and there is nobody more disappointed that you know in a four and eight season than Dylan. And um, I think that there's things that Dylan, just like any quarterback, has continued to, just like you mentioned, gotten a lot better at and grown. And, you know, I think his ability to set those things aside and just work on his game and keep focus on himself and, you know, control what he can control is, I think, unbelievably mature. You know, and I think that that's I – I would like to see how many people could actually do that and, and be able to process that and still, you know, stand tall like Dylan does. And, 
and uh, work his tail off. I mean, there's very few guys on this team that can outwork Delaney. And so I do think he's gotten better. I think he's admitted to himself the things that he needed to get better at, and he's owned the mistakes that he made, um, certainly from that season and probably more importantly um, in today's practice. You know, and that's what I've really gotten, you know, Dylan around on is just doing a great job of just being in the day. Just being today and just go through it, improve on that day, be great in today, and then tomorrow do the same thing. And Because um, I know as a quarterback that's just having thick skin and being able to do those things is is, uh, is critical. And so I think he's really taking that to heart. So, yeah, I admire that kid a ton. Um, I don't I don't know that I'd had the mental fortitude to, to blast through some of the stuff that he has and still be a really positive dude. Scott Huff. Um, Scott, Coach DeBoer really harped on the idea of cross-training and you lose the three interior guys. For you specifically on the offensive line, cross-training, how important is it with those inside guys? Yeah, well, it's also, I mean, it's important for every position on the O-line. I mean, um, we're trying to do the best we can at keeping guys on the right side, meaning they can play right guard or right tackle or left guard, left tackle, so they're not having to completely switch their stances. But, you know, some. I mean, we got guys like Garen Hatchett that are playing right guard, center, right tackle, you know, um, we got a lot of guys that are playing multiple spots, which is good. You know, it's good, but it's also do recognize that sometimes it's it is easier for them to just get locked into one position. You know, um, and so, but we yeah, we have to cross train guys. And with the tackles right now, do you want them to be more just either right or left sided players, or can you flip them? Um, the, the tackles for right now have been been uh, right and left. But most I'm trying to think off the top of my head if I got it. We got maybe a couple of the guards that are playing both both left and right, but they don't play tackles. So uh, some of them play guard and center. Uh, some of them play both left guard, right guard. Uh, but we yeah we're moving guys all over. I was going to say, the, the, since you only get the, the, these three days before you take the next three weeks off, how much of it is mixing and matching and how much of it is getting back to fundamentals? Uh, definitely getting back to fundamentals, right? We're not, I mean, we're worried about scheme, but it's it's certainly 100% about fundamentals and guys communicating. Um, and again, just carrying over a concept like this block is really the same as this block. It's just you know, on this block, you're the postman. In this block, you're the, the trail guy into the block. And, and so there, there's a lot of carryover, um, but certainly fundamentals. And uh, that's that's the main thing for spring football. And with a guy like, you know, obviously Sam Peacock, I mean, you're working a lot with him after practice. Is it one of those things where it's like after school, you, you 10, 15 minutes, you do it? Or is it just, was it specific to this practice? Oh, no, no, no. We do, like, I try to get individual time with each individual guy. And then they come in, you know, throughout the day around their class schedules. And we try to meet with them, like, hey, this is a little bit more your focus. This needs to be a little bit more your focus. So, I mean, the biggest thing, I could go through our fundamentals, but stance and start is, is like, any old lineman, you know, it has nothing to do with the D-line. It has everything to do with your first two steps, which is because of your stance. And, um, and so we're just trying to be fluid getting out of it. And, and with Nate and, and Julia specifically, trying to really get them going inside, how has that been the first couple of days? Yeah, it's been good. You know, they they both played. Uh, they played a little tackle today too, um, but trying to keep them both on 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 sides. I mean, uh, we got guy. You know, we got guys that are moving all over, uh, and uh, those those guys will be doing the same thing too. Was that because with Nate specifically on the right side? Because of Mike being left-handed, did you want? Because I know he's played blindside before when he was yeah. playing some left tackle. Did you want to get him right tackle to play for Mike? Well, he, no, he he just played. Uh, we had to make a decision on what sides again, so those guys aren't flip flopping back and forth. Um, I think Nate. I don't know what the exact rep count, but I think he played 
maybe more right guard last year than he ended up playing left, even though I think he started some games at left guard. Um, so he's, he's, he's come a long ways in being able to play on both sides and, um, but we just settled on on the right for him right now. And then obviously those guys are big. I mean, they came yep. in as tackles. Yep. You've moved them inside. What what do you think makes them ideally suited more inside right now as opposed to outside? Uh, I mean, again, they're playing they're playing both spots. Uh, you know, Jackson and you could say Jackson and, uh, and and Biney both came in as tackles too. And as we know, Jackson played left tackle for two seasons. Biney played early on in his career as a tackle. Um, you know, we're just trying to, again, just trying to evaluate guys at different spots. What allows Gary to play so many different positions? Uh, he's really smart. You know, he's really athletic. Uh, and it's a credit to him because it's not easy to have to play all these different spots. Uh, and, and we certainly recognize that. But we're just trying to, you know, push the envelope as much as we can. With not just him, but with all the guys. I mean, guard, Memlar is playing left guard, left tackle. Like, we're just just trying to miles is playing right guard left guard playing center you know i mean we're just moving we're just moving guys to compare julius now to to his tape from when he started those first few games at guard in 2021 how's 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 he a different player uh i just think you know like all our guys they they've been been able to take advantage of the strength and conditioning program and he's he's done a great job of shedding some weight um and, and leaning out and with the the long guys you know you'll see like that their their core strength is so important um and and just being in a program helps them you know just function out there as an offensive lineman um so the the just the strength conditioning aspect of it um he's done he's you know like all our guys have done a really good job there well, coach grubb talked about how he he thinks he's got every tool, but it's it's just a matter of confidence. Yep. Have you seen him grow in that area too? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, when when we started the twenty one season, I mean, he had an unbelievable fall camp. I mean, he was playing really confident, and um, that's what we want for all our players, right? It's what we want for our children. It's what we want for us as individuals, right? Confidence is cash, and so there's no better feeling in the world than walking out, whether you're taking a test, you're going to your job, playing football, you feeling feeling like you got it figured out, and you prepared, um, and you're ready to go. Uh, lay it on the line and uh, yeah I'm hoping all the guys are going to get more confident as the fall as, as uh, spring ball goes on Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series Mayor of Kingstown my job is to create a balance avoid a war from executive producer Taylor Sheridan co-creator of Yellowstone there's some new players in town and they brought the flag and Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+.